Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie, TPFL, and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DBTPFL. It's June, it's the 8th of June, it's 2017, it is a Thursday. Four early baseball games, eight, eight late baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I am riding solo, and the podcast is in the morning instead of the night before. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need to, you know... Wait a little while to do the podcast, and today and last night was one of those times I got bit by the Keiko news like a few others, and um, you know, just kind of needed to take the night off, and um, that's what I did. I watched the first basketball game I watched of the playoffs, um, you know, the Magic out, so didn't really care too much for the playoffs and um you know you kind of just expect it to be Cleveland and Golden State at the beginning of the season and obviously that's what it is so you know basketball for me um you know kind of ended a while ago but it was it was a good game I was really impressed with that game so it was a good game but anyway we have um you know four games to talk about if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com. Make sure you head on over there, check them out. Use promo code Grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to six hundred bucks. Get that free money. Take advantage of it. Um, it's PlayDraft.com backslash Grinders. Talked with um, you know Jeremy from PlayDraft last night, and um, he definitely reassured me that the Keuchel thing that happened, where they were, where we weren't able to. Swap out Keuchel there before is definitely going to be looked into and, you know, improve for the future. So, you know, he, he passes on his apologies and, um, you know, we will see what happens. And um, I'm just happy to know that, you know, they, they think it's a problem as well. And they're going to try to do everything they can to make it better here. So, you know, that's... At the end of the day, we want to see products get better, and um, that's definitely what we want to see here with the play draft product. We're going to get started here in the Great American Small Park. St. Louis at Cincinnati, Mike Leak against Scott Feldman. Nine and a half total in this game, and, um, you know, it says a lot for two pitchers that really haven't been terrible this season. Mike Lee comes in um, with a 3.84 Sierra 
8.3% swinging strike rate, giving up, you know, pretty much his career average in contact at 82.7%. Um, hard contact is 27.9%, which doesn't give up a bunch of that. Doesn't give up a bunch of home runs. Um, and the whip is under one. You know, he's been solid this season for sure. Um, you look at the stats and um, pretty neutral lefties, righties. Um, 278 Woba against lefties, 252 Woba against righties, um, splits on home and away. So, you know, you have to kind of think, why is that total nine and a half? Well, that's always, um, always interesting. Um, we look at BVP and in 137 at bats against the current, Cincinnati Reds team, they are batting 307. Adam Duvall is 8 for 19, batting 421. Billy Hamilton is 7 for 14, batting 500. Scott Schebler is 3 for 10, batting 300. Zach Cozart, 5 for 13, batting 385. Joey Votto, 4 for 17, batting 235. And Sora has struggled big time, 2 for 13, batting 154. A lot of good success here. And um, Vegas is definitely, you know, siding with um, Team BVP here in this game with Leak only a 113 favorite. Now on the on the flip side of this game, um, Scott Feldman, you know, we've seen, you know, pretty much career numbers for him this season. His 4.60 Sierra, 8.1 swinging strike rate, 81.6% contact rate. Hard contact rate is up, um, you know, last year. He had a really good ratio last year and the year before, 2015 and 2016, as far as soft and hard contact. The hard contact is up this season, but the home runs have kind of stayed the same. The one issue that he's had this year is his walk rate is up. Facing a Cardinals team, um... You know, you look at it, 334 Woba at home, 357 Woba on the road, not too much of a split there, and um, 346 Woba against lefties, 341 Woba against righties, this season anyway. Um, you know, looking at the past, Scott Feldman since the start of last year, 362 Woba to lefties. I think we're looking at Dexter Fowler, Matt Carpenter, Stephen Piscotty. You know, we continue to talk about this guy. He's starting to warm up. Um, I think he's definitely in play. Jed Jerko, you know, continues to break my heart, but I'm going to keep playing him. Um, he's just too good against right-handed pitching not to play right now. And then um, the fam. Got to love the fam. Thomas fam here. Um, definitely in play for me. Now, looking at the other side of this here, um, you know, I mentioned the BVP for Adam Duvall and Billy Hamilton. Um I think they're both firmly in play here. Um, I just I don't want to target either one of these pitchers here in the Grand American Small Park, but it is a four-game slate, um, which makes it a little bit more interesting. So uh, I think you could um, I think you could take a shot on Leak. I just I don't think that's where I will end up. All right, moving on, we have. L.A. at Detroit, J.C. Ramirez against Michael Fulmer. Oh, so they pushed back Michael Fulmer a day here. 
you know, I think he's definitely in play. Um, you know, definitely one of the best pitchers on this morning slate here. So I, I definitely don't hate Michael Fulmer. As we talk about all the time, the Angels, um, they don't strike out a bunch, but they are without Mike Trout. That definitely takes a hit on this team. So um, firmly think Michael Fulmer is in play. Probably your SP1 here on this early slate. Um, JC Ramirez, you know, a guy that was doing really well. You know, the strikeout rate was up and all that stuff. And this all of a sudden just teams have figured him out. And now his home run per nine is over 1.5. Um, his swinging strike rate is down to 8.6. He's given up 36.7% hard contact. Like, something has clicked with these teams against J.C. Ramirez. And left-handed hitters are just smashing him. The problem is you look at Detroit and, you know, it's two or three lefties and then the rest of the righties. And he's been, even when he's been struggling lately, he has still been really good against righties. He's a 275 Woba against righties. Um, I don't think he's the worst option on this slate and I necessarily don't want to, like, stack against him here, I don't think. Um... There's just not enough lefties in this lineup to really stack against him. And, you know, is Alex Avila really going to catch, um, you know, a day game after a night game? So, you know, there's a lot of questions. We don't have this lineup, obviously. Um, so we'll have to kind of see what happens here with the lineup. I want to pick on him with lefties. I want to play Alex Avila. Um, I hate playing Victor Martinez. But I think he's in play here. Um, Miguel Cabrera and JD Martinez are always awesome. Um, don't hate them. I just think that you know on this slate, you know, you're paying up for those guys, and um, I don't know if they necessarily have the upside that their ownership's going to have. So I think I'll um, I think I'll look at the lefties for Detroit, and then on the Angels side. Like, outside of Cole Calhoun, you know, I just, I don't see myself picking on Michael Fulmer here. Um, you know, if I ended up, if I end up, you know, going all in on Michael Fulmer, I'll probably have an angel stack just to kind of, you know, hedge it up a little bit. But that's the only scenario that I would see stacking the angels here on the slate. Um, you know, everybody's going to be pop, like, Fulmer's going to be popular, so... Everybody's going to have Fulmer, so making that stack against him, if he gets blown up, um, you know, not a lot of people are going to do that. San Francisco at Milwaukee, Johnny Cueto against Paulo Espino, Espin, I don't even know, um, it's too early in the morning to try to figure out how to pronounce that guy's name, Paulo Espino, um, I guess, but anyway, we'll start with him. You know, we look at it and, you know, we're pretty much just looking at AAA numbers with this guy because, like, there's just not a lot to go off of of one start. In AAA this season, with the Brewers in 49.2 innings, he has an 8.2% swing and strike rate with a 24.2% strikeout rate. 
Ground ball, fly ball guy, um, 46% ground ball rate, 40% fly ball rate in the minors. Um, home run per nine is 1.27, which is not necessarily what you want to see out of minor league numbers. You want that definitely to be under one in the minors. Um, it had been until this year with the Brewers um, for AAA. So, you know, we don't have a lot to go off of with this guy. Um, but... You know, he's kind of been floating around since 2007 in the minors. You know, career journeyman. He's 30 years old in the minors. Um, I don't think I can play him here. I think I kind of like the Giants as a sneaky little stack here. Um, you know, the line, the line does not like the Giants. You can just tell how bad this team has been. That the you know Johnny Cueto is only a one thirty eight favorite here against this guy that's been pitching the minors, you know, his whole career. Um, as far as Johnny Cueto goes, you know, we look at the numbers. Um, maybe we look at the numbers for this year. Do you guys love when links don't work? Um. So looking at the numbers for Johnny Cueto this year, you know, he's been pretty bad as far as ERA goes, 4.38 ERA, but his Sierra is 3.66, which lines up for the last two seasons with him. The swinging strike rate is 12.4%. He has a 24% strikeout rate this season. All that's solid. The issue has been with Johnny Cueto this season has been home runs. You know, he has a career high home run per nine. Uh, I guess his home run per nine was higher in 2008, his first season in the bigs. Um, you know, he has a career high in hard contact, 36.5%. Um, only a 13.5% soft contact. So that's a massive, massive, you know, difference between soft and hard contact. Um, not really, you know, getting those ground balls like he had been in the past. So that's always... Um, you know, kind of worrisome when you're looking at Johnny Cueto. I think he's going to be really popular here on this morning slate just because he's a big name. And um, I don't know if I could go there. I really think that, um, I think Fulmer and a guy in the next game is the way to go. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm just going to pass on Cueto. Like, you guys hear it. Like, you know, the swing and strike rate is fine. The strikeout rate is there. You know, it's Milwaukee, so there's strikeout upside. So if you want to play him, I'm not going to talk you off of it. I just worry about this hard contact and home runs that he's been giving up. Um, you know, nothing really stands out to me on why. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little concerned about that for sure. Um, as far as the Giants bats go, um, Span and they're at the top of the lineup. I think Span's definitely in play. Um, Brandon Belt, I hate playing him at first base, but I don't hate this spot. Uh, Buster Posey always in play at catcher. Um, be interesting to see if he catches the, you know, the day game after a night game. But um, and then Brandon Crawford, um, I think Crawford's probably. The, the best shortstop here on this morning's slates, um, for sure. Looking at the Milwaukee side, where I want to attack um, Johnny Cueto is, you know, with the power bats. You know, he's really struggled on the road this season. I want to attack him with Eric Thames. I want to, try to attack him with Travis Shaw. 
Domingo Santana has been warming up. Hernan Perez. I kind of want to attack him with that 2-3-4-5. Um, you know, that's what I'm looking at here for Milwaukee. I think it's a good little, um, good little mini stack here. Um, and I don't expect them to be too popular against Johnny Cueto. So, you know, if he continues to struggle here, I just don't expect them to be too popular here on the four game slate. I don't expect them to be, you know, 20, 30%. That's for sure. San Diego at Arizona, Clayton Richard against Patrick Corbin. We look at, um, you know, Clayton Richard, 354 Woba against righties since the start of last season, 30% hard contact. Ben Better against lefties, 298 Woba. His soft to hard contact ratio against lefties is zero. Um, he has a 20.9 soft contact and a 20.9 hard contact, you know, since the start of last season. So, don't necessarily want to attack him here with left-handed um, bats. He's been really good against lefties. Almost an 80% ground ball rate against lefties. Zero home runs in those 35 innings against left-handed bats. So you kind of you really don't want to attack him here with lefties. Um, as far as the Patrick Corbin goes. Patrick Corbin has a 371 Woba against righties since the start of last year. He's given up a 38.1% hard contact rate. Um, that is definitely concerning when you're looking at it. Because, you know, you look at this lineup and they do have some righties here. A lot of hard contact. Um, you know, swinging strike rate is solid. His numbers at home this season have actually been a little bit better than the road, which is a little funny. Um... It's just been he struggled with righties. 389 Woba against righties. Um, gonna see some righties here. I think he is, you know, a risky SP2. Um, you know, you're kind of, in my opinion, choosing between Leak, Feldman, Cueto, and Corbin. Um, you know, that's what you're looking at here for an SP2, which is, you know, kind of ugly, to be honest. Um, If you're not playing Patrick Corbin, I think you can look at Hunter Renfro and Austin Hedges, um, Will Myers. You know, those, that little 3 4 5 there um, for San Diego, I think they're in play. Um, Hunter Renfro against left handed pitching this season. Talked about it with Robbie Ray. I said play him as a one off against Robbie Ray. And, um, you know, we all know what happened there. So. Um, you know, on the on the flip side of this game, you know, you want to attack the righties here. Nick Ahmed, Paul Goldschmidt, um, Brandon Dury, Chris Owings, um, Chris Iannetta. Like, this isn't the best team in the world against left-handed pitching. There's a few options here. Um, if they... If they some somehow you know if they somehow roll out that left-handed lineup with Polanco and Peralta and Lamb and they roll out their kind of same lineup, which I don't expect them to do, maybe you look at Clayton Richard. Um, he's been fantastic against lefties, so you know if they get a really left-handed heavy lineup, maybe he's in play. But um, for the most part, I think I'll pass on Clayton Richard here. You know there are some options that have upside. I think I'd play Cueto before I played Richard, and I don't even really like Cueto here. So, 
But anyway, that's going to do it for the early slates here. We're going to move on to the night slates. Um, interesting little eight-game night slate here. So um, we're going to get started with that. Um, and we're going to get started with the Baltimore Orioles at Washington. Alec Asher against Joseph Ross. Um, Alec Asher looked really good in his last start. I, I remember tilting that start. Um you know, we I, I really like the Red Sox in that spot, and Alec Asher um, just came out and just shut them down. So that's always interesting. Um, you know, you look at it, and you know we don't have a lot of sample size on Alec Asher. You know, 2016 he was with the Phillies. He really struggled um, with a high Sierra and a high XFIP. His ERA was down, so that's, you know, he had a 230 Um Looking at Baltimore this year, his ERA is 3.62. His Sierra is 4.3. Um, swinging strike rate is fine at 9.4%. Strikeout rate is under 20%. The hard contact is right at 30%. Um you know, he's a fly ball pitcher uh, against the Washington Nationals team that has some pop, um, you know, in this in this ballpark. A nine and a half total is pretty high when we're looking at it. So, um, for me, it's going to be a pass on Asher here. Um, on DraftKings, I think he's in play at 4.7K just because he's 4.7K. Um you know, that is a really cheap price tag for a guy. And, you know, we kind of saw his upside. 22.5 is his upside. It's just, um, I think there's going to be better ways to go on this slate. You know. Um, you know, looking at the other side here, Joseph Ross. Um, you know, we, when we think of Joseph Ross, we think of really good um, against righties. You know, against righties, Joseph Ross, since the start of last year, has a 293 Woba with a 22.4% strikeout rate, solid 44% ground ball rates, um, 1.08 home run per nine. Hard contact rate is under 30. But when we look at Joseph Ross against lefties, um, 374 Woba, 35.5% hard contact. Um, he's really struggled with lefties. Been really solid against righties, really struggled with lefties. We look at this lineup, and you know, we're looking at a bunch of right-handed hitters here. So looking at this Baltimore lineup, Seth Smith and Chris Davis definitely can give us some troubles here. But outside of that, um, you know, I don't know how much I really want to stack Baltimore in this spot. I think Joseph Ross is a little interesting here um, for tournaments as an SP2. But um, definitely wouldn't play him in cash games. Um, as far as bats go for Baltimore, like I said, Chris Davis, Seth Smith. The only two options that I really kind of want here against Joseph Ross. Um, and like I said, I think Ross is interesting in this spot. This lineup is a bad lineup to attack Ross with. You know, just a lot of, lot of right-handed bats here. Just a lot. Um... You know, on the other side of this game against Asher, 
You know, I talked about Brian Goodwin. If he continues to bat in that two spot, good little source of value there. Um, Bryce Harper, Zimmerman, Daniel Murphy, Rendon. I think you could definitely look at the one through six here. Um, I don't expect Asher to have that game that he had um, the other night. So um, definitely think Washington is in play. Boston at New York, David Price against Michael Pineda. You know, we look at this and um, two interesting tournament plays here. You know, David Price against New York. When we look at New York this season against left-handed pitching. You know, they've been interesting. Um, you know, they're ranked right there at 12th in Team Woba. They strike out almost 24% of the time, though. And we got a guy like David Price who can definitely rack up some strikeouts. Um, I think Price and Pineda are interesting here. But I think I would lean Price just because, if I remember correctly, there's some hitters here for the Red Sox that have hit Pineda well. Yeah, he struggled against the Red Sox in his career. Mookie Betts has hit him well. Mitch Moreland has hit him well. Um, Sandy Leone, but whatever. Um, you know, there's you know there's some good numbers here against you know Michael Pineda, and you know he's just been. He's been Michael Panadian, like, you know, the guy, the guy has a solid, I will never argue with anybody about this guy's swinging strike rate. I'm not going to argue with anybody about it. It's solid. 13.6%, 25% strikeout rate. You know, everything suggests this guy should be doing better than what he is. High ground ball guy. So I really don't want to pick on him. Um... The guy that I would play here is Mookie. Um, and then, like, I don't hate the lefties here. Um, you know, Andrew Benditini and Mitch Moreland and Mookie Betts. Um, and then as far as the Yankees go, the only way I think I'd play the Yankees here is in a stack against Price just because it'd be low-owned. But um, I think I'll pass. Um some better spots here. Miami at Pittsburgh. Edison Volquez against Garrett Cole. Um, don't expect Volquez to throw another no-hitter. Um, you know, that was solid, but uh, don't kind of expect that here. We look at Edison Volquez since the start of last season. Has a 324 Woba against righties. 55% ground ball rates. Um, only a 28% hard contact rate against righties. We look at his numbers against lefties, and you know they're definitely a little worse here. 350 WOBA, almost a 36% hard contact rate against lefties. The strikeout rate goes down, obviously. The round ball rate goes down as well. So if you're attacking Volquez here, you definitely want to do it with the lefties. Um, looking at Garrett Cole, um, you know 294 WOBA against righties since the start of last season. 26% hard contact, 22.4% soft contact. So really solid against righties. We look at lefties here for Garrett Cole. And the same kind of story, um, 369 WOBA, 38.4% hard contact. Uh, you know, decent strikeout rate. 
at 21.7%. So if we get a really heavy right-handed lineup, um, don't hate Garrett Cole. You know, this is a big ballpark, and um, that always helps. But, um, you know, as far as targeting Garrett Cole, I don't hate Yelich here. Um, you know, I just talked about the hard to soft contact ratios against righties for Stanton and Ozuna. Without Bourne, this lineup kind of hurts. Um, you know, I, I don't hate Yelich here. Um, if Derek Dietrich bats like fifth, maybe you play him too on the road. D. Gordon, um, you know, they got Diaz back there. We don't have a lot of data on this catcher, so, you know, that's always something as well. So, I, I don't hate uh, D. Gordon, I guess. Looking at the Pirates' bats here against Volquez, like I said, you want the lefties, Polanco, and Frazier. Josh Bell is okay. I just don't see using him as a first base spot. So maybe if you're playing on fantasy draft and you um, just need a another spot there, and he's one of those last guys in. Don't hate it. But um, looking at the the Pittsburgh lefties is kind of what I'm looking at here. Um, we do have you know pretty solid eight game slate. This has one of the lower totals, so definitely a pitcher's ballpark. So I don't see myself going to this game a lot um, for hitters. Chicago at Tampa, Derek Holland against Jake Odorizzi, eight and a half total here. Um, you know, we look at Derek Holland this season and, or, you know, just since the start of last season, he's really struggled with righties, 352 Woba, 37.6% hard contact rate against righties, but um, really good against lefties. And this is the tale for a lot of lefty left-handed pitchers. 239 Woba, 52% hard contact. His soft to hard contact ratio is insanely high. 26.1% um, soft contact, 19.3% hard contact. Definitely not going to take the lefties here against Derek Holland. Um, I do like the righties a lot. The righties definitely in play here for Tampa. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, you know, we look at Jake Odorizzi, kind of a reverse splits guy. Um, You know, 335 Woba against righties, 36% hard contact. Um, 270 Woba against lefties, 25% strikeout rate. So it depends on what type of lineup we get here. Unfortunately for Odorizzi, um, the White Sox pretty a right-handed heavy lineup. They're not the best lineup in the world. Um, but if they leave in Garcia, Abreu, Frazier, Donaldson, you know, that it makes it tough for Odorizzi. You know, I don't think he's the worst option here. It's a nice ballpark. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot of lock and load plays on this slate. So, uh, I think I think Odorizzi's in play here. He's just, he's a guy that just always tilts you. You can't really play him in cash because he just has those innings where he throws like, you know, 30 pitches in an inning. And it's just so tilting. So, gets that pitch count up. And that's the last thing we want to see when we're rostering a guy. Um, as far as the White Sox bats go, um, you kind of just looking at those guys that I mentioned, um, Garcia, Abreu, Frazier. Uh, I'm just pulling up anything, make sure I'm not missing anything here. Um, Garcia has a 219 ISO, 349 Woba against righties. 
Jose Abreu only a 301 Woba against righties, 173 ISO. Um, you know, just looking at these numbers, like, you know, Oda Rizzi should pitch well here. It's just Frazier, Abreu, Donaldson, and Garcia, like I mentioned, um, you know, they're hitting right-handed pitching with power or striking out. Um, so, you know, boomer bust play kind of for Oda Rizzi here. As far as the Rays go, Steven Souza, Evan Longoria, Tim Beckham. Um, I don't want to play Derek Norris, but I think he's a, he's okay. Um, I, I really want to play the righties here. Like I mentioned, Holland really struggles with right-handed bats. So I want to target the righties. We'll have to kind of see who's in the lineup here. You know, they haven't been great. These righties haven't been great this season against left-handed pitching. Gosh, man, they've been really bad. We look at Steven Suzy. He has zero home runs against lefties this season. He has a .098 ISO, 313 WOBA. Um, Tim Beckham has a .063 ISO with a 287 WOBA. Evan Longoria, 149 ISO, 271 WOBA. Um... Man, these guys have been really bad against left-handed pitching this season. I don't think Derek Holland's in play. But I don't know how much exposure I want to the Tampa Bats um, here. Just looking at the numbers. I do think I'll have exposure just because of how bad Derek Holland is to, gra- to right-handed bats. But uh, outside of that, um, you know, you guys just heard the numbers for sure. Moving on, Philadelphia at Atlanta. Ben Lively, or Edward Lively, however you want to say it. You know, I think it's Ben Lively. But anyway, we got Ben Lively here. Going into this ballpark, um, you know, small sample size on the guy. We only have seven innings. Um, we look at the AAA numbers. He's been good at not giving up home runs, um, but he is sort of a fly ball pitcher here, and his swinging strike rate is only around 8%, strikeout rate around 20%. Um, You know, he hasn't given up a lot of home runs in the minors. And um, the only problem that I have here is he's a fly ball pitcher in this ballpark, and... um, this is a pick em game, nine and a half total. I am definitely going to play bats in this game. You know, I talked about it yesterday. I'm notorious. Um, I'm just going to keep stacking in this ballpark. Atlanta made me some money on a very tilted Dallas Keuchel night. Um, so, I definitely like them here. I always like to pull up the old BVP machine against the knuckleball, R.A. Dickey. Um, the knuckleball has kind of just died out um, for Dickey, but we look at it. Michael Saunders, Herrera, Hernandez, Galvis, Franco. Like I don't see any issues here um, against the knuckleballer. Michael Saunders has really hit him well. A couple home runs there. I know he's been failing us, and he's been driving me nuts, but... Um, I definitely think we can look at Michael Saunders here. Definitely not playing the pitchers here. Um, we'll start with the Philly Bats. Saunders, um, Althier, Herrera, Hernandez, um, all in play for me. I definitely like the Phillies here. Um, and then on the flip side of this game, I like the Braves as well. Um, Mark Cake is coming off a big game. Matt Adams, another home run. 
Matt Kemp, um, Inciarte, and you know how I skipped over Brandon Phillips, and Rio Ruiz, um, Adonis Garcia went back on the DL. So Ruiz would be in there. He's a nice little value at 2.5K on FanDuel. Um, you're really still getting all the Braves way too cheap. Love the Atlanta Braves here. Um, Braves with McCullers, I think, is going to be the way to go here on the slate. And um, it's definitely what I'm looking at as well. Colorado at Chicago. Tyler Chatwood against John Lester. Wind, you know, barely blowing out here at 5 to 7 miles an hour. I don't think it's going to be a factor. We know Tyler Chatwood, a big-time ground ball pitcher. Um You know, I don't really, like, love or hate either one of these pitchers. Um, you know, there's a case to be made for Chatwood here on the road against a team that, you know, we, we, we think of the Cubs and we think of there's an offense that's just crushing. But they're ranked 25th this season in Team MOBA. Um, you know, they're 22% strikeout rate. Not the best. They're ranked 25th in WRC Plus as a team against right-handed pitching this season. So, like, this isn't the same Cubs team as last year. And, you know, I actually don't think Chatwood's the worst play on the board here. Um, you know, as I mentioned, the guy, his home road splits are just kind of insane. So... Man, like, uh, the more I look into this, the more I think Chatwood's interesting. He started the season slow, um, you know, giving up a bunch of earned runs. But in three of his last four starts, um, at San Diego, one earned run. At Philly, zero earned runs. At Minnesota, two earned runs. Um, You know, he's really come alive lately. And um, high ground ball rate guy, like, I think Tyler Chatwood is definitely in play here. As far as John Lester goes on the other side of this game, um, you know, for the longest time we we love to pick on, you know, Colorado with left-handed pitching, but they got some right-handed bats in this lineup. Finally, they got DJ LeMay here. They got Arenado. They got Reynolds. They got Ian Desmond. They got Trevor Story. Um, you know, they got some right-handed bats here. The problem is, you know, Lester is a ground ball rate or ground ball guy as well. Doesn't give up a ton of hard contact. Doesn't give up a lot of home runs. Um, really solid whip. Very good against lefties. The numbers against righties, uh, even this season, have been a little crazy high. Um, 340 Woba against righties this season in 54 innings. That's not what you want to see when you're looking at a guy. And the problem is, like, his XFIP is 4.1. So not a lot of um, regression expected there. But the thing is, he still doesn't give up a lot of hard contact, only 26%. So I don't hate being different here and fading Lester. Um, I do like McCullers more for 200 bucks more on FanDuel. The, the, that's the pricing that I pulled up right now. Um, as far as the Rockies bats go, I don't mind like targeting Arenado, Reynolds, Desmond, Story. Um, like I said, you know, he has definitely struggled with righties, so don't I do I definitely don't hate the Colorado righties here um, as a little sneaky spot. As far as the Cubs go, 
I really don't like the Cubs here against Tyler Chatwood. Um, if I was going to play anybody, it would probably be Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo. But they're priced up, and you know Ian Happ kind of is in play at his cheap price tag still. Batting leadoff if he continues to hit leadoff. But um, I really don't like the Cubs here. Um, they're a team that I just don't want to play in this spot. Houston at Kansas City, Lance McCullers against Jason Hamill. Um, McCullers is the biggest favorite on the board at 192. Biggest team total on the slate is Houston. Love McCullers here. Love the Houston Bats. We'll talk about it um, in a second. We look at Lance McCullers. Um, just fantastic. The guy's been fantastic. 2.97 Sierra. His hard-to-soft contact ratio is solid. He has a 22.8% soft, 25% hard, 12.2% swinging strike rate, strikeout rate of 28%, and a ground ball rate of 62%. Nothing else needs to be said. This guy's been fantastic. His bullpen's been beat up a little bit over the last couple games. I love McCullers here. SP1 um, for me. Definitely going to be my highest on pitcher on here on this late slate. Um... As far as Jason Hamill goes, you know, CJ and I talk about this guy all the time. It is, you know, it's coming and, you know, he's just, he's been really bad. Um, 4.93 Sierra. Strikeout rate under 20%. Giving up his, you know, a lot of hard contact. The swinging strike rate is down. He's a fly ball pitcher. Love the Houston stack here against Jason Hamill, a guy that's been struggling Houston on the road, um, so we're getting that ninth inning. You know, for for these guys, we're getting those at bats in the ninth. Love Springer, Reddick, Altuve, Correa, Beltran, McCann, Gariel, like one through seven. Yes, sir. Lock and load. Houston Astros, um, definitely in a great spot here. I don't like anybody from the Royals. Like I've been playing Bonificio against righties. I'm not playing anybody against Lance McCullers here. Um, you know, it's eight game late slate, and uh, I just don't see the need to play any of these guys, so I'm not going to. Minnesota at Seattle, Kyle Gibson against Christian Bregman. Um, the standalone eight game, late game here, and you know we know that these late games get low ownership, um, and I think we can technically pick on both of these pitchers here. I don't see anything out of either one of these guys. Um, Bregman, a really low strikeout rate guy. Kyle Gibson, um, as well, like, you know, Kyle Gibson, as far as the pitchers on the slate, you know, dating back to last year, has the highest Woba against lefties, 388 Woba against lefties, 33.4% hard contact, um, his numbers against righties, a little bit better, 343 Woba, um, like, both of these pitchers stink, so, like, Looking at the Twins bats here, Love Dozier, Sano, Kepler, Grossman, Castro. Um, you know, you really are not going to be able to talk me off at any of these Minnesota bats. I think they're all in play here. And then on the Seattle side, like Gamble, Cano, Seeger. Um, if Dyson cracks the lineup, um, I don't like Valencia. I and I kind of want to see Nelson Cruz play a couple games before I roster him right now. Um, getting pulled and then missing yesterday's game. I'd be interesting to see if he's even in the lineup. If Powell's in there, um, he's two point one k. Could be a nice little source of value. Um, 
I like this game. I really like this game. Um, do not overlook this game because it's a late game. And we might not have lineups until like 15, 20 minutes before lock. But yeah, do not overlook this game. It's a really solid game here. And uh, it's going to be on their own um, relative to what it should be. Anyway, that's going to do it here for the Thursday edition of the Morning Grind. You guys always like when I give out three home run picks, even when I go solo. So I will give out three guys. I'm going to say... Let's see. I'm going to go George Springer. I'm going to go Kyle Seeger from the late game. And Matt Kemp. Um, those are the three home run plays that I like today. So that's going to do it. If you haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head over there, check them out, playdraft.com. You use the promo code GRINDERS, that way you guys get that 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. That's going to do it here for the Thursday edition. We'll be back on Friday. Good luck in your contest tonight. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Hey, what's up, Roto Grinders? Chris Cimino here, and it's time for you to get an edge on your DFS competition with our daily ownership projections for DraftKings and FanDuel, available now to our premium subscribers. We're constantly evaluating our projections and updating all the way up through lineup lock to ensure you have the best possible information in crunch time. Our team covers NFL, NBA, MLB, and PGA for all main slate action. If you don't have this, you are missing out. Subscribe to Roto Grinders Premium today to get access to our premium ownership projections and to our award-winning premium content. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.